Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch, down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guaranteed. Visit ebay.com for terms. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Volume. All right, guys, so it's been a long college football season, and we're finally at the national championship game. So I'm teaming up with the DraftKings Sportsbook to make sure that you guys can get involved on all the action for the national championship. Bet $5 or more and get $150 in bonus bets by using the promo code DCTV. Look, there are two great teams playing for a national championship. It is what dreams are made of for most of these kids. But you know what's also a dream? Getting paid, baby. And we're doing that at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Punch that promo code in DCTV. Bet $5 or more and get $150 in bonus bets instantly. Guys, at the DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-N-Y 4673-69. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Budio Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age, Varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Another episode of Funky and the Champ. I'm fat. Jamal's like skinny fat. You got you like you. Like you're skinny fat. Take it back. Today I chose violent. I'm suing. Sue them. I had to mute on for the fight. Sorry, Daniel. I did mute you. You guys are gonna be lifetime enemies because of the shit you say the moment you get a microphone in your face. Bro, you're crazy. What's up, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Funky and the Champ. I'm Daniel Cormier. That's my guy, Ben Askren. Ben, you've been at the gym all day. You didn't shower. You know that you are, like, dirty right now. And when you're that dirty, you get ringworm and staff. Dog. I never had staff. I make sacrifices to be your co-host, Daniel. Uh, no. And you're going to come at me like that? Ben, 
Ben, can I say something? Can what? I say something? You might be dirtier than Tyron Woodley right now because I mean <laughs> that's stop. So... You stop. You stop right now, Ben. We, yeah, we, hey, we've all been in that position at some point in our life. But I mean, Ben, don't come don't come on, on here man. denying Daniel. Ben, come on, man. Why they had to do your boy like that? That's how y'all get down in Missouri. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Publicly, look at this guy. Finally, I got something that can make him uncomfortable. He's never. Man, I, try, I was texting with Tyron. I, it sucks that for him that it got released, but you know we all do some stuff. I'm sure you've been down there before, Daniel. <laughs> it happens. Not like Tyron. You're lying. You are Not lying, like Daniel. Not like T Wood. He's the king. Hey Ben, listen, listen. All right, let's get back on track, dog. So. Why do you always disturb dumb shit every time? <laughs> the best. The best. Because you can't really. Golly. I finally have made you uncomfortable. Guys, I've been trying for years to make him uncomfortable. I succeeded. Uh... Now I have one life. Look at his face. Look at his face. All right. So, Ben, there's a lot of messy going on right now. So, yes. one situation that we were supposed to go with on our last topic that I'm moving to the front is the Ian Gary and mm. Sean Strickland situation. I know it's supposed to be last, but I think that this one is the most messy because while it, it was messy, what Sean Strickland did, because a lot of times you want to steer clear of certain things in fight build and fight promotion, especially if you're not even fighting the guy. Sean Strickland wasn't fighting Ian, Ian Gary. Yeah. Sean Strickland just has but that was, but hey, Daniel, what if what if your wife came out with the book? But it doesn't. Like but that. yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. I understand what he was doing. He had okay. just found it out. But I guess this lady's spoken about this years ago, Ben. But he found out about it and he made reference to it. He went at Ian Gary. Then it yeah. felt like Ian Gary was having hiccup after hiccup after hiccup. Well, today, Ian Gary released something saying that Sean was projecting. I took it as a, in a way that he was talking about Sean got mad at Drake's Duplessis because of the fight and the things that he said. Today, bro, again, on Theo Vaughn, Sean talked about his past and he broke down. So now it feels like what Ian did was in bad taste. Doesn't Absolutely. it? Or does it feel like finally Ian Gary gets to say something back to someone and defend himself? Like, what does it feel yeah, like to you? I, no, it feels like a scumbag move. Um, you know, Sean, Sean, I don't want to say totally leaned into the child abuse thing. Um, it, it made him mad with Jerkis Duplessis. With, it should have made him mad. That's just, mm -hmm. I mean, like, when we think about Ian Gary, he did that as an adult. He married that woman. Even if she tricked him, he still married her. He was an adult, a man making choices. Child abuse is some of the saddest shit ever. If you, like, really sit down and think about it, bro, like, he was uh, he was hiding under a desk because God knows what happened, right? He it, I don't want to get into details, but it's... It's a pretty nasty shit. Like the idea that any child has to experience that. I, I, man, I might get sad, like, or I guess happy that my kids never do anything like that. Right there in a, a safe, loving home. What? Anything a kid growing up in that? That is like the saddest shit ever. So the fact that someone would think that that is something to make fun of, like, you're a scumbag. Period. You know, I spoke to Sean Strickland before he fought Israel Adesanya, and he spoke about some of his the people that he was forced to look up to when he was a kid because of the situation he was in. And I felt like for the first time, Sean Strickland was like kind of pulling the curtain back a little bit yeah. or he was ready 
to pull the curtain back. And today he fully opened up the floodgates and obviously told his story at a level that not many people had heard before. But I yeah. felt like it was so unfortunate because you can almost hear that kid inside of him that was having, he was having to go back to a place that was uncomfortable. Yeah. For me, it was sad to see him have to relive that with Theo Vaughn. It's sad to think that he has to go through this more now publicly because Ian yeah. Gary's coming at him. But when a person is put into a corner, and make no mistake about it, I'm not defending Ian Gary, but I'm saying, at what point does that Ian Gary, because he probably feels the same way, like everyone's mm. out of line talking about his wife. At what point does he have the right to come back and say, hey, the gloves are off and do whatever he feels necessary to yeah. defend himself, Ben? Anyone who makes fun of child abuse, anyone who makes fun of child abuse or makes light of it, you're a scumbag, get lost. Uh, why is that? Ian Gary was an adult. Yes. So that, that's, I, I agree. A, that's a big difference. Um, man, I, I, I and I, I kind of love that Sean pulled back the curtain because it is a painful thing. It's a painful thing that happens to to probably far too many people. And it's hard for people to talk about. So the fact that he's willing to say, this happened to me, I was able to get through it. You know, it made me kind of who I am today. I mean, hopefully that inspires other people who are going through the same struggle to be able to get out of that situation. Yeah, before the good and the bad, right? Because there are yeah. things about Sean Strickland that rub people the wrong way. The person he is today is because of the stuff that he's went through. But yeah. I'm telling you why Ian Gary probably feels like he was justified in that. Hey, I'm a dad. You're a dad. Mm -hmm. I agree with you 100%. Sean yeah. Strickland should not have to go through that. No kid should. And honestly, that's why, dude, even in the most nasty places in the world, jails, when people abuse children, the killers in jail who are also criminals As they should. hand out their own justice to those people. That is how frowned upon child abuse is looked at. But I am telling you that Ian Gary is saying this because he feels like he's been back into a corner. And he feels like, aha, finally something. He Because what he said was, Sean Strickland can dish it out, but he can't take it. Now, my question to you is, when he released this statement, Ben, was this before the interview? Or was this when he was yeah. just talking about Drake as Duplessis? Because he hasn't really spoken no. since the fight. I believe, I believe it was today, so I, I, think, I think it was after. Um, mm. Can I make it a little lighter? Because it's been pretty heavy so far. No, you no, know what okay, I okay. want to know? I've been waiting to ask someone this question, Daniel. Okay, this lady's this woman. I just googled it. I might just buy it. Uh, it's only five bucks. <laughs> this woman's book is called "How to Be a Wag." Right? Man, man. Okay, hold on. Let's just let me ask you a question. Can I ask you a question? Man. I just need some. Listen, I need someone to help educate me. How to be a wag? Okay. Do you know what wag stands for, Daniel? It's like wives of an athlete, wives and girlfriend, wives and girlfriend. So, like, are you trying to be both at the same time, or like? Like, it doesn't make sense how to be a wag, how to be a wife and girlfriend. Like, are you, I don't get it. What's her, what's her, what's her gimmick? Well, here? that's just some sort of term that people just made up. Here's the deal. The term Bro, is made can up. I read you? Can I read you? Uh, I, you can Google this. All you got to do is Google how to be a wag. You want to read? Can I read this to you real quick, Daniel? Wait, is this something from her book? No, this is just, just Google how to be a wag. And it's, it, okay. you, can, you can buy it on Amazon. What, wait, so what are you buying? What are you buying? Her book? Are you about yes, to read her me an book. from her book? Yes. Her okay, book. let me hear it. Okay. It says, how to be a wag, the ultimate guide to catching the man of your dreams. The hot new career option is to be a wag. And we're here to tell you how to become part of the most prestigious wives and girlfriends, wags, club. 
ever dreamed of walking in the footsteps of the likes of Victoria Beckham, Cheryl Cole, or Colleen Rooney? Ha <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. You're an idiot, bro. <laughs> Come on. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, all of you guys. So if Ian Gary All you guys. You, so if Ian Gary attacks you and your wife, oh, she's a saint. She's a your your wife's a saint. To be married to you, to have all those beautiful children with you. She is an absolute saint. To have to go through what you go through, what she goes through <laughs> with you publicly, and you're just insulting her the way that you do. The oh fact that you don't realize you've all right, covered just crazy. But but Layla Ann Lee is a celebrity wife, guru mingling if with the wags at and your sports. wife, Ben. Then what would you say? You'd be mad. Who's going after my wife? What are they going after her for? But I'm saying if Ben, if, if there was something and he went after her, you'd be mad at him. Nah, that's like, why he feels like he's going after Sean. Um, I mean, like, does my wife deserve to be gone after? Her? Did she write a book called How to Be a Wag? Because if she wrote a book <laughs> called How to Be a Wag, you know what I'd say? You kind of deserve it. He kind of wrote this book. Like, it's still, it's not even like she deleted it from the internet. I can go buy it on Amazon right now. This I might just guy. buy, Daniel, I might just buy it and start reading you lines next time we have a show. Don't ever do that. Don't. I don't want to hear that. Because that is like, sadly, <laughs> sadly, women have made that a career. Like, there are women in this world that have made it a career to do that. Now, for the record, I do not believe <laughs> that Ian Gary's wife has done this in that way. I'm telling you right now as a person that's met her and Ian, I do not believe that she is dating him in order to uh elevate herself. This gal had a this gal had a media career before she met Ian Garrett. Yeah. This is not a woman that just was not doing anything, uh Ben, if I'm being completely okay. honest with you. Yeah, I mean, listen, I didn't write the book. She wrote the book. I'm just, I'm just reading you her words. These are her words. I'm not even really making commentary on it. I'm just reading you her words. Hey, Ben, so let me ask you this. Has Sean, has Sean Strickland had the, has the, has, he had the greatest character evolution you've ever seen from a guy yeah. that just was like. Pretty good. Because it's honest. You know what? It's honest. It's honest. That's what I love about it. It's honest. Um. You know, and I, I, you know what, I, I hope he, because I have a few friends who don't really like him, and I hope he can keep evolving, like, past and, like, become, like, a, you know, he's done some really eh, eh, kind of questionable things. Um, I think he can keep evolving, right? He came from where he came from, but he is now able to speak about it and kind of release his past, and I think he can kind of keep elevating himself, and I, I've loved some of the stuff he said recently, so I hope he keeps it up. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like Sean Strickland is a guy that went from, being uh it was weird to think about him right because it felt like you were looking at a guy that came from a really really shaky background in terms of uh like like uh i don't want to say it right like the groups that he might have been associated with or yeah, some of the of stuff that he said but then he would still be with like curtis uh, Cur what was his name curtis uh yeah, chris curtis chris curtis right he's like with chris curtis so you like the guy's obviously not racist, right? He's not. He's, he's, not. he's obviously. Yeah, but it's like, I feel like now. Because as, he's dropping M-bombs. But so does, <laughs> so does your boy, Mike Perry. Everyone oh, thinks my he's God. Hilarious. But Mike Perry's black. Mike Perry just might be black, bro. Nah, I'm serious. Stop. Mike Perry. We're not doing saying, the race draft again, are we? No, he's so. Mike, Mike Perry's so crazy. It's out <laughs> of control. It, dude, these dudes need to also stop fighting him in bare knuckle boxing. He is a maniac, Seriously. and he's literally made to fight in that style of fighting. He must have a hard face or something because Eddie was cracking him a few times. It didn't really hurt him.
and he beat the shit out of Luke, bro. It was bad. I told Luke, I said, Luke, do not fight this guy. Luke said, I'm going to make a million dollars. I said, he's going to beat you, bro. And that's exactly what happened. Ben, so we agreed. Ian Gary out of line. Sean Strickland, though, great character development. Can you see my screen right now? I thought you had an iPad so you can see. <laughs> I'm going to buy it. Don't buy it. Yes, I'm going to listen to it. Buy right now. Buy right now. I'm buying it. I'm buying it right now. Let me see. Let me see. I just oh, bought it. I just bought oh it. I'm going to listen. It's going to be so great. I'm going to be having lines. I got lines for our next give it, Hey, give it to Amy. Put it next to Amy. Be like, Amy, can you believe this shit? She already tricked me. She married a superstar. Oh, she did. She did. <laughs> Amy got it done the right way by just being a great woman. Ben, <laughs> we agree. Out of line. Out of line. Me and Gary. Yeah. But Sean Strickland's character development has yeah. been listen. one to know. There's plenty of things that Ian Gary could have probably went after Sean Strickland for. Mm -hmm. um, that would have been funny. Uh, there are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one -on -one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics <laughs> he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Uh, that would have been well taken by others. There's mm -hmm. plenty of them, right? He could have called yeah. them white trash or whatever, right? Um, but going after child abuse? 
I I also I also do here. kind of feel like he might have been just talking about the fight and the things that Drake is Duplessis saying, or at least let's hope that we, yeah. he was that's what he was talking about. Yeah, uh, I hope so. In regards to his uh his uh statement, Ben, your boy's back. Conor McGregor so. is back to pull in the strings. Uh, on Michael Chandler, he, 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 Geppetto. He's back to playing Geppetto, bro. Oh you, you know who you know who Geppetto is. Yeah, you know who Geppetto is. Yeah, you got children from uh, Pinocchio. Uh, Pinocchio, thank you. He's back to playing Geppetto with Michael Chandler, bro. To the point that the other day I put out a video that said that Connor's laughing and acting like Doctor Evil when Doctor Evil would do this shit, and uh, mm -hmm. Mike commented. He went into the post and commented to you. He commented on my post. It's like, oh. it, come on, Ben. Ben, what do you make of it? I'm going to get the comment up. What do you make of it, Ben? Oh, man. Um, uh, I, I guess he's going to fight. I mean, we always thought it was going to happen. We 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 talked about it last week where he was getting frustrated. Uh, said they were giving him a fight. And I think it was probably the UFC saying, like, you have to fight Michael Chandler and maybe you want to fight someone else. Um I don't know. I guess I hope I hope it happens at UFC 300. I no, it's not. It's happening. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. International June, fight week. Yeah, international fight. I'm sorry. So that's like probably UFC like 302 or 303. So I guess I'm I'm glad it's just happening because it has taken forever. Yeah. So here's what Mike wrote, bro. Here's what Mike wrote. He said, "People will say he will do what he's told, but I was the one who originally asked for the higher weight class. I don't need to cut weight. Real fighters fight anyway. The weight is irrelevant. I'm fighting a man." Not a weight class. Hey, hey, well said. Michael yeah. Chandler will not say anything not well said. But, yeah. bro, you can't jump into this cesspool of the comments. You can't. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know what he's doing. Why? Do you think that Do you think that the, the opinions are, are kind of getting to him like, damn, man? Because I'm of the belief that he needs to tell Conor to kind of kick rocks a little bit. And if you fight me, you fight me. If you don't, you don't. Uh, listen, I actually, I don't, we don't talk a ton anymore. But I did try to give him that advice a while ago. Really? Um, yeah, like I mean, you, were you gonna sit? Sit? Uh, I mean, Michael's not old. He's not as old as me. I think he's let's say thirty five or thirty six. Uh, Mike, he's, he's getting up there. So, uh, how long are you gonna sit and wait for this? Is it gonna be a year, a year and a half, two years? Like, um, been a while. It's been a while, and I would have said. Uh, so, I think maybe it'll be like a year and a half. If they fight in June, it'll be a year and a half. I uh, I think I would have said something like, um, you know, Connor. Connor's not wanting to fight. I'll, I'll keep moving because I know he's pretending like he wants to fight, but he doesn't actually want to fight because the UFC's offered him four dates or whatever, and he said no to all of them. So if he doesn't want to fight, let me just move on. I, I'm not wasting mm -hmm. my time with not serious people. And I believe that that I believe that he would have came around faster if he did that. Yes, I believe he would have came around faster if he did that. Like if he said the hell with you, he'd have been like, man, I'm fighting this dude. Because can we agree? First off, in, in the cesspool of the comments. You don't do it because this is like one of the, the comments of this. Mike, from one Mike to another, he ain't fighting you, mate. Mike Wall said anytime, any place, any weight. That was the second one. Mike, what an idiotic thing to say. He will fight him as it was announced yesterday. Mr. Brilliant, go watch soccer. And it's like, you'll do what you're told, Mike. You'll do what you're told. Cry, right. baby. Please be quiet. You'll do what you're told. It's like, you can't go into these comments. It's really as a cesspool. Special. I don't get why he did that, though. Because... Mike is generally really because he works in TV, so he's really good about accepting opinions and knowing that it ain't personal. Yeah. But I feel like this whole thing is weighing on him because this is a dude that loves to compete. Mike loves to fight. 
And he's mm -hmm. just been having to wait on this dude. And now this dude's making videos where he is acting like a freaking supervillain, drinking champagne, and doing this yeah, weird, honestly, awkward laugh. Do you, so do you think it's like a done, like, um, I know Connor said it, but, you know, the UFC didn't say it. So do you think it's like, this is just Connor being Connor, or do you think this is like, this is it, he actually got offered this fight, he signed the paper, he sent it back, and he's making the announcement himself? <sighs> Well, first off, he said he was going to do it on January 1st. He did it on New Year's Eve, right? Yep. He did kind of plays by his own rules. And I think that's that's another thing, right? With Connor's power. It's all about power with this yes. guy. Yeah. And I think you got to take that power away. Do you remember how B left the press conference because Connor had made him late when everybody else just kind of sat and waited? Yeah. Sat and waited, and it's just more of the mind games. And yeah, uh -huh. it feels like that's what he's doing to Mike. And it, it really does kind of drive me crazy because I know that Chandler doesn't need to do that to stay relevant in this game. And everybody loves yeah. Mike. You can fight anybody and people will tap into it. Yeah, it'll be like a year. So I look back, it was November 12, 2022 was his last fight. So if they fight at the end of June, that's going to be like a year and eight months. So a little over a year yeah. and a half. That's a, that's a long time to wait. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I guess it probably is going to be a good payday. Um, and it probably will be a huge fight. If it happens, this is still if it happens. I'm it's still if. If. It's still if. There's no there's no guarantee. Hey, Ben, but guess, but like, then there's another thing, right? It, it It's a huge payday, right? It's a huge payday. If he gets a portion of the pay-per-views. If, if he's just getting a base rate, he'll get that same base rate. I know as a fact that there are times when you fight a John Jones or a Conor McGregor, your fight purse doubles, right? To where you, yeah. it goes up as a base. But if you don't have pay-per-view, it yeah. doesn't make that much of a difference. Man, you saw how much of a bonus they gave Nate, though, right? Nate made like 10x or something when he fought Conor the first time. But they, but Nate also fought him on 10 days notice. That That is, that is true. He fought him on yes. like 10 days notice. He wasn't planning on fighting. They needed him to fight him. Yeah. And and that was at the time where Connor was actually still winning fights. And they probably thought Con he, Connor was going to kill him, most likely. Mm -hmm. And they got his ass. They choked him out. Yep. It was crazy, too. Hey, <laughs> do you think that do you think that that's the best matchup for Connor McGregor, though? Michael? Michael? Um, well, you know, we obviously we talked about this before and we talked about the fact that Michael does allow himself to be hit. Um and Connor hits hard, so if he's able to connect, he could win. But I think it could very easily go the other direction. I was thinking, you know, Michael, he he lost three of his last four, unfortunately. But even in those in those three of those four, he has been in spots against Charles Oliveira. He was in a spot where he could win. Could have won. He had some great things against Justin Gaethje. He he had a couple good spots against Dustin Poirier. He like did good. He did good against Dustin Poirier in the first yeah. round, but it seemed like he got tired. I think yeah. that's why he doesn't wrestle, though, because if he wrestles too much, he gets uh really tired. He gets really tired, and he gets uh he gets tired fast, and that's why mm -hmm. Dustin submitted him uh yeah. down the line. I don't I don't know, man. I, I I just believe that Michael Chandler is a guy that's going to be around for a really long time. I don't think he really. Needs, you think so, Holly? I, I mean, I'm talking about in regards to being he's around 37. the UFC. Oh, okay. He's 37. I mean, I mean, so. I mean go, the UFC. Like, he's going to be a broadcaster. Oh, he's going to be a commentator. He's not going anywhere. And I know that when you do what you did in fighting, and then you have that second career after, you don't need to really be desperate for anything. And I just feel like that that it's a little bit uh, 
it's a little bit uh desperate. Yeah, Luis is putting in in the chat that Connor's responsible for the top four UFC pay-per-views in history. But again, you got to be on the pay-per-view side, getting money from mm -hmm. all those pay-per-view buys. I mean, dude, 1.6 for Poirier, 1.6 for Diaz, 1.5 for Poirier 3, 1. Shoots 1.3 for Cerrone. Mm -hmm. The first DS fight was 1.3. Dude, it's like crazy, crazy numbers. And I don't even see the Habib. The Habib it's fight was 2.4 million. Yeah, 2.4. 2.4 million for Habib. So that's a lot of money. <laughs> yes. That, that's a lot of money if he's on the pay-per-view side. Because even at 1.3 million, you're making a ton of money. Ben, you said you asked Mike a while back. You kind of tried to give him that advice. How did he take that? What did he say? Like, how did he take uh, that? I should look back and see. Um, <laughs> I think he, I think he had his own idea of the way he wanted to handle it. Um, he said, "Yeah, you know, I appreciate the advice, but uh, you know, obviously, he never took it, right?" Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So I said, uh, "If if you want advice, I know I'm not your advisor, but here you go." <laughs> um, and that was the angle I would have taken. Cold call. He said, "Things are heating up. Maybe December." But that didn't happen. So it was you just cold, you cold Texas man giving him advice on Conor McGregor fight. He probably knew you were trying to get some information. He's like, oh, this dude in the media. He tried to get some information. I'm not in the media. Me. My you're buddy media. asked me to come on his podcast once in a while. That's the only media I do. Ben, you're in the media. Hey, no, dude. I'm media. Don't call dude, me I'm media. telling you, we were up for Sports Podcast of the Year Award. You're in the media, bro. You are in the media, <laughs> my brother. Well, I hope, I hope it actually I happens. I hope we hear some, um, you know what would make me feel good is Dana White said it. That would make yeah. me feel good. I would love to hear Dana White say, huge news. We got <laughs> Conor McGregor, Michael Chandler, International Fight Week. That would be you'd awesome. You'd be done. That'd then be you'd awesome. be happy. Yeah, be I, happy. I would feel way more secure about it. The fact that Conor's the only one that, that said it, that makes me feel still nervous about the fact that it's actually going to happen. Yeah. Well, for the record, I believe that this time it's going to happen. Mike waited long enough, and he's about to get that payday that he wants so, so bad. I think mm -hmm. that he's going to fight him. I think it's going to be International Fight Week, and I think it's going to be amazing. Because every time that dude fights, it's unbelievable how loud uh, the arena gets. Yeah, they're going to go at it. Last topic. I can't remember the third topic. George Masvidal. Okay. Yep. All right. All right, Ben. So last one before I let you go. Hey, Ben, a couple of Tweety Birds just floated around my head for a second. Like, oh, I can't remember the third. What was that? What was that? I don't know. You're getting old. <laughs> I'm getting old, dog. Maybe you got uh, Alzheimer's or something. I, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird? You what? know what's weird? Like where I'm from in Louisiana and like, if somebody has Alzheimer's and they're trying to explain, my mom, like my grandmother has old timers. They call it old timers. No, they don't. I swear to God, I don't know why <laughs> they do that. <laughs> Instead of Alzheimer's, instead of Alzheimer's, they call it, she's got old timers. I'm like, what? Yeah, it sounds good. I like it. It actually is a pretty, it sounds better than Alzheimer's, scary. Yes. All right. Your boy, George Masvidal, said he's, he's, he's not retired no more. He said he's back. Ben, before you go insulting, why is he back, man? I mean, probably he ain't got no more money. <laughs> How could that's he not have any guess. more money? People spend it. Mike Tyson spent four hundred million. 
400 million that's wild well i mean the government took a bunch of it the government the government's got a monopoly on violence and they will take your money they say you owe us 40 percent. you're gonna give me a damn 40 you're a dummy daniel you live in california so they're taking 50 from you 50 percent of everything you make they say it's mine otherwise we're gonna come to your house we got big weapons you're gonna go with us give us the 50 percent <laughs> no you don't have as much as you started with because the government takes a bunch on the beginning um but he's That's in Florida. There is no state there. there. So he's saving some money. Daniel, if you move there, you'd be saving multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars a I'm year. I'm not going to Florida, bro. Think about that. I am Think not about going that to compounding. Think about that. Go to, go to I, Nevada. Nevada. I understand. It's too hot. Bro. Let me tell you something, bro. Living in California, it's like perfect all the time. The weather's great. So, dude, stop getting me off topic. You know you can't. Okay. Hey, so George, you can't do this. I'm like the guy that if you do this next to my face, I'm like, what's that? What's that? You can't do that, bro. Stay on topic. Okay. Why is he? Why is he not? Why is he coming out of retirement? Uh, I mean, and who do you expect him to fight? That's the best guess. I actually, I bet it's going to be in boxing or something. I bet it's not going to be in the UFC. That that's my guess. Really? Yeah. But that's I where think... you make the most money in the UFC. Um, I mean, apparently uh, Nate Diaz alleges he got paid really well for the well for the Jake Paul fight. I mean, I got paid pretty good for mine. Not apparently as much as Nate Diaz got that son see, of a bitch. You see, that's the thing, right? That's the what? thing right there, Ben. I love that. I love that you said that because you know, mm -hmm. you know what you got paid to fight Jake Paul. Yeah. You don't possibly believe that Nate made what he made, what he made. You just told me. You'd feel much better if you heard Dana White saying, well, Dana White said yeah, the numbers no. that these guys are saying is bullshit. Yeah. But I bet it's I bet it's still quite a bit. I mean, I, I have a good estimate of what Tyron made, and um it's it's really good money. How much, Ben? I can't stop. Ben, Ben You put too much of my uh, my buddy Tyron's business in the streets <laughs> on this one show. I'm not putting more of it. I'm just saying I love Tyron. He, he, made, love he Tyron. made a bunch of money. I love Tyron. It, it wasn't worth he's gonna it. He's going to be mad at you. He's going he's gonna to. Why would he be mad at me? I just, why would he be mad at me? Man, acting like you never ate a box. <laughs> You're so. <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> you you hey, you want to go back to that? You know what I'm saying? You want to go back to that? You started. Is Masvidal going to fight? Why don't you try to fight him? Listen, if, listen. Okay, I will make a statement right now. If, if Dana called me and said, Ben, George, Masvidal, UFC 300, International, I don't give a damn. I'm out of retirement. I'll fight him. I don't care. Only mixed martial arts, though. Yeah, what am I? I'm, I'm, I suck at boxing. You guys <laughs> saw that? I'm not gonna fight in boxing. <laughs> you dumb. I'm not good at boxing. You only, only, dude. Would you? You would just? Would you? Yeah, he ain't gonna fight you. I, I mean, know. I want to fight. I would guy. love to see it. I would love to yeah. see it because, bro, that first fight was such. I that know. was so crazy. That was the only time that could ever happen in your life. Yes, unfortunately. But he'll never say yes to that unless maybe he loses some more money or something. Uh, but it would be great. I would love to. Uh, I But you know what? It's one of those things, kind of kind of like what you said about Michael. It's like, I don't want to be begging and groveling for it. Uh, mm. I mean, it's, it's unlikely to happen. And so it's like, if someone calls me and says it's going to happen, okay, I'm there. If they don't, I'm just going to live my life. Yeah, but like you said, right? Like you, at least Chandler has an idea that it's actually happening. Yeah. But if George Masvidal fights for me, I believe it's in the UFC. I don't really? know who he would fight, though. Why don't you think the boxing thing is likely? Because I don't think there's enough money for him to be made there unless he's fighting one of these guys. The only way there's money for him to be made in boxing is if yeah. he's fighting a Jake Paul or a yeah. Logan Paul. Well, that's Paul. probably who he would fight, right? 
or like who's the black kid that that the kid was named KSI, oh, KSI or something? KSI, yeah. It's got to be one of those guys if he's gonna make the money that he's hoping to make in boxing. Otherwise, why would he just not go fight in the UFC? Problem with going back to the UFC is he's gonna fight somebody good. Yeah, because yeah. he's such a veteran, he makes so much money that he's gonna have to fight somebody that's worth bringing him back for. Yes, but I think that 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 to me is where I think it would work with you guys. I'm re listen. I just told you. I already told you. I'm ready. I stay in shape. I'm wrestling a lot. I don't strike much. Uh, I don't strike at all. I just wrestle. Um, but I'm in good shape. He wants to fight. Great, but I'm not going to campaign for it. Um, so yeah, I mean, like he has. He's lost four in a row. He lost his last four. Um, who got him last? It was in Miami, Gilbert. though. Gilbert. Yeah, it wasn't great. Gilbert. Wasn't yeah, great Gilbert. Time. But he would. Um, you made the right point. He. Given what he's making, they're not going to give him an easy opponent. They're not going to be like, you get to fight some mid-range guy for $2 million. You know, it's like, you're going to have to fight someone good. Um, so that's why I kind of see it as like, I mean, I saw him. I saw him. It didn't look like he'd been training or staying in shape. So the notion that he's going to fight someone really good in the UFC is unlikely to me. I think it's way more likely he boxes. Yeah. He would have to, if he boxed, it would, it would have to be against one of those guys. But George always was like, would get kind of big out of camp and then get himself mm. in shape when it was time to fight. So I don't imagine he would have much difficulties doing that. But I mean, he's in the news, right? It's just the beginning yeah. of 2024, and we've already got a lot of news breaking. Hey, I guess maybe he could fight Nate Diaz in boxing. There you go. Would you pay for it? Uh, I, I would not pay for it. I think would, would a decent amount of people pay for it? Um, I think they make a little bit of money. I don't think it'd be a huge event or anything unless they had someone else on the card with them. But like, that's the thing, right? Like, do you box when it's not going to be like a massive amount of money to go do something that you're not really that good at and that you might look like a fool doing? Like, because eh. the reason these guys are so good in boxing in the octagon is because they can kick and do everything else. Yes. It's like, it's like me, like in you for whatever striking I had, it was, it looked better than it actually was. Because people had to worry so much about me taking them down. I never was a yes. great boxer. But because I was able to take them down, they would have to be so aware that they couldn't make any mistakes. Mm -hmm. Ben, what are you doing for the rest of the night? Uh, probably going to make out with my wife or something. This guy right here. She made me, you know what? She made me some delicious tacos when I go for practice. They were very, very good. good. Uh, good. I don't know. I'm going to probably go shower and hit on my wife. <laughs> what like are you going to do? End up like Tyra Woodley. <laughs> That ain't a bad place to be. Guys, guys, <laughs> thank you all for watching. Thank you for this love and support to me and Ben all year, man. It's been great uh, with you guys helping us build this thing. We don't do it often, but when we do, it's always fun. It's always good. Ben, thanks again for joining me, man. I appreciate it. I feel like hey, you uh, got to stop getting me in trouble every time. Hey, bro, it's show. so crazy some of the stuff you say, man. <laughs> hey, dog, dog, you chill sunning on FRL today. Finally. You watched it? Bro, it finally made sense why AJ Ferrari did what he did. Stop. And, no, Just seriously. Stop. It stop, finally man. made sense because they made him wrestle unattached. The ref was against him. Bro, it made sense now why AJ acted that way. So, guys, lay off of AJ. He's a good guy, oh, man. It made stop. sense now. Ben, you're the man. <laughs> Until next time, guys. Peace. See ya. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 